this afternoon? Good. We're glad you came. Some of you probably have been here before, and we welcome you. We know the Lord's going to bless your hearts. Inside your bulletin, there is a card, and we would appreciate if uh, you have any comments or anything that you would like to add to uh, help us out, because we want to make every concert a good one every year. So fill those out. We're happy to have you with us tonight, this afternoon, and I know the Lord's going to bless your heart. So let's begin with a word of prayer, shall we? Heavenly Father, we want to thank you tonight for what we're celebrating here this afternoon, the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. We pray, Father, as the choir and the drama team and the sound production group present this program to us tonight, that you would warm our hearts, that you would stir us to remember that Christmas is more than just a Christmas tree, giving out gifts and all of the nice things that we do with family gatherings, but it's a very important time of the year, and tonight the choir is going to remind us about that as they sing and as they produce the music that they will do under our able choir director, Jim Fees. So thank you, dear Father, for this time we gather together this afternoon, for we pray in Jesus' name, amen. amen. Let's stand up and greet one another in the name of the Lord. Yeah. 
Sing with us. Put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Lift up your voice to God. Praise with the spirit and with understanding. Oh, magnify the Lord. You may be seated. My name's Jim Feast, and I lead the music here at Trinity Baptist Church. Under the uh, Sun City Center age adjustment formula, surrounding me is the Trinity Baptist Church Youth Choir. <laughs> we actually have some babies in the choir, too, who are less than 50 years old. Bree. Where's Bree? And my daughter, Susanna, who's only 23. She qualifies for the crib choir. <laughs> We don't charge any admission to our Christmas presentations or Easter presentations. We don't even take a love offering afterwards because we want this to be our gift to the community in celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ. And we hope it's not just a nice musical event. We want it to be a deep, rich, spiritual event as well. One that's uh, filled with the Holy Spirit, not just music. Uh, we inti- we uh, encourage audience participation. How many of you know all six verses to the first Noel. Well, they will be in the DVD presentation that goes with each and every song. So as you see words, or if you know the song, or if you might have heard the song for the first time but you caught onto the chorus section, we encourage you to be part of the presentation and sing along with us. Uh, We have these comment and response cards, and there'll be four ushers at the back doors as you go on your way to the fellowship hall afterwards because we have a meet and greet time with cookies and uh, soft drinks and coffee and brownies too for you to have some uh, light refreshments and meet the people that are involved, the brass ensemble, the drama people, the choir, the technical people as well. Uh, upcoming events at Trinity are, we have another presentation tomorrow, and your courage, if you know of somebody who should have been here and you might like to invite, come on back for our 6 p.m. presentation tomorrow and bring those people. Then for Christmas Eve, we have a beautiful music-filled service that starts at 6 p.m. Christmas Eve is on the 24th of December this year. <laughs> and some of the players here are part of the South Shore Brass They'll be featured in a concert of, Christmas, of, of Christian music on Saturday, January 17th at 3 p.m. We'll be taking a love offering for that group at that time. And uh, uh, if you don't have a church home, we encourage you, come on and join us here at Trinity Baptist Church. We're going to be singing a song next to the last in our presentation called Jesus at the Center of It All. And that's our prayer for ourselves first, for our church as well, and for our community also. Page two. (laughs) Uh, The choir has worked very hard over the last several months. I want to point out, because you don't see them up here, Rick Humphreys on Spotlight, Bill Reeves on the sound, Ray Ellis and Mary Ware doing the video presentation tonight. So give them your thanks. If you haven't already, please turn off your electronic devices so that we don't have the hallelujah chorus while we're trying to sing the first Noel. (laughs) And let's open up in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the sacrifice of Jesus Christ and the opportunity to, to celebrate his birth and his substitution for our sins. 
I pray that Satan would be bound and uh, rebuked in the name of Jesus Christ in this place. I pray that uh, we prepare ourselves to worship and allow your Holy Spirit to fill this place and minister to us as you see fit. I pray that your will would be done in our lives. And I pray, Lord, that we would uh, grow in our love and appreciation for you and thereby gain a richer relationship with you as we fellowship here tonight. I pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Now Trinity Baptist Church presents the first Noel.
Gloria in excelsis Deo. Wonderful Counselor, Almighty God, Everlasting Father, Grace of Peace. The angels sang, Glory to God in the highest. The stars shone, Glory to God in the highest. A baby was born, Glory to God in the heavenly heights. Glory in excelsis Deo. the birth of the Savior. Glory, glory in the highest. Come from heaven to sleep in a manger. Glory, glory in the highest. Hear the good news from Bethlehem. Peace on earth and goodwill to men. We will share it again and again. Glory who found him glory glory in the highest tell the news of the star that announced him glory glory in the highest tell of wise men and gold they bring frankincense for an offering and the myrrh for anointing the king glory Chelsea's Dale, glory to God in the highest. I, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the commandment of God our Savior and the Lord Jesus Christ our hope. My aim is to raise hopes by pointing the way to life without end. This is the life that God promised long ago, and he does not break promises. 
When the time was right, he went public with his truth. I have been entrusted to proclaim this message by the order of God himself. Going through a long line of prophets, God has been addressing our ancestors in different ways for centuries. Isaiah was one of those prophets. And if he were here today, we could hear the voice of God in Isaiah's words. A prophet, a mouthpiece of the word of the Lord. That's what I've been for many years. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne high and lifted up. And the train of his robe filled the temple. Above it stood seraphim, each one having six wings. With two he covered his face, with two he covered his feet, and with two he flew. As I stood in contrition, one of the seraphim flew to me, having in his hand a live coal which he had taken with the tongs from the altar. With it he touched my mouth, so I could speak messages from God. Then the voice of the Lord called me to be his messenger. And I answered, Here am I. Send me. Afterwards, I received message after message from God. Many were stern words of retribution. As he sought to call his people to repentance... Others were magnificent words of encouragement, such as, every valley shall be exalted, every mountain and hill brought low, the crooked places shall be made straight, the rough places made smooth, the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together, the mouth of the Lord has spoken. There were other times the prophecies the Lord gave me were enigmas. One such was of a time to come when the transcendent, immortal God himself would become Emmanuel, God with us. From that time forward, God's people would watched, waited, and prayed for the coming of the promised one.
Now to him who is able to establish you, according to the gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ, according to the mystery kept secret since the world began, then when the time arrived, sent by God the Father, he sent a son, born among us of a woman, born under the conditions of the law, so that he might redeem us. Do you remember that Isaiah prophesied that a virgin would conceive and a child would be born? A son would be given and that the government would be on his shoulders? That his name would be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace? Mary, a young woman living in Nazareth, was chosen to give birth to the Son of God. And the angel Gabriel was given the privilege of announcing this wonderful news to Mary. I wonder if Isaiah's words were in Mary's mind as she prayed. Rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Do not be afraid, Mary. The Lord, you have found favor with God. And you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. He will be great. He will be the son of the highest. And the Lord God, the Lord God, oh, how wonderful it is for you that he is going to honor you with this privilege. And, oh, I know this because I do not know a man. The Holy Spirit will come upon you. And the power of the highest will overshadow you. And this Holy One will be known as the Son of God. Oh, and your relative Elizabeth she too has conceived a son in her old age and she is now in the sixth month of that one that was called barren for with God nothing will be impossible my soul magnifies the Lord And my spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior, for he has regarded the state of his handmaiden. And behold, henceforth all generations will call me blessed, for he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on those who fear him. From generation to generation, He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy as he spoke to our fathers, Abraham and his seed forever.
Today a child is born on earth. Today the glory of God shines everywhere for all the world. Oh, Jesus, born on this day. to God in the highest. Long before he laid down earth's foundations, he had us in mind, had settled on us as the focus of his love, to be made whole and holy by his love. Long, long ago, he decided to adopt us into his family through Jesus Christ, whose birth took place like this, according to Matthew, one of his disciples. Now, the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, 
Before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. But while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. And she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save people from their sins. Then Joseph, being aroused from sleep, did as as the angel of the Lord commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he did not consummate the marriage until she had given birth. He named the baby Jesus on that holy night when our master was born.
While Mary and Joseph were swaddling that tiny baby in a blanket and cuddling him close to their hearts, marveling that God's promises were to be fulfilled in this precious child, the shepherds on the hills outside Bethlehem had an encounter I would like to have witnessed. Perhaps it went something like this. Shepherd, this has to be the darkest night of this phase of the moon. I can hardly see my hand when I hold it in front of my face. You are right. If those sheep wander off tonight, we're never going to find them. And the wolves, they'll be sure to get them. We set up our camp very carefully, and I haven't heard any sounds of danger. But we've got a long way to go till morning. I'll be so glad when someone comes to relieve us this night. This watch has lasted Watch out! I see a bright light. What's going on? It's too bright. Cover your eyes. This is unreal. God, save us. Be not afraid. I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. The Messiah? A baby? In the manger? Hush! There's more! Look, the sky's full of angels. Listen, they're singing.
Sing Noel, glory to the newborn king. The shepherds must have heard the song of the angels in their hearts when, as my companion Luke says, they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all those that heard it marveled at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they'd heard and seen, as it was told them. And Mary, as she pondered all these things, did she realize that her baby boy had equal status with God, but didn't think so much of himself that he had to cling to that status no matter what? Did Mary comprehend that when the time had come, Jesus had set aside the privileges of deity and taken on the form of a bondservant, coming in the likeness of a man? As Mary fed her baby, did she know he would someday feed 5,000? As his toddling steps turned to running feet, and then to the purposeful stride of young man, did she think he would walk on water? As Jesus, Jesus played while Joseph worked with hammer and nail, did Mary hear the pounding, pounding, pounding of a future hammer? while she'd weep at the foot of a cross. Mary, did you know that your baby boy will one day walk on water Mary, did you know that your baby boy will save our sons and daughters? Did you know that your baby boy has come to make you new? This child that you delivered will soon Oh 
is Lord of all creation. Mary, did you know that your baby boy will one day rule the nation? Did you know that your baby boy is heaven's perfect land? This sleeping child you're holding is the grave. God, who alone is wise, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Although I was not privileged to witness those events, I am a bondservant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, separated to the gospel of God, which he promised before through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures, concerning his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, who was born of the seed of David according to the flesh and declared to be the Son of God with power, according to the spirit of holiness, by the resurrection from the dead. We cannot separate the cross from the cradle. The road of faith may begin at the manger, but it leads to a cross, and then finally, victoriously, to an empty tomb. Glory to God forever. So here I am, preaching, in writing about the inexhaustible riches and generosity of Christ. My task is to bring out in the open and make plain what God, who created all of this in the first place, has been doing in secret and behind the scenes all along. Through Christians gathered in churches, this extraordinary plan of God is becoming known and talked about even among the angels. My response is to get down on my knees before the Father, this magnificent Father who parcels out all heaven and earth. And I ask Him to strengthen you by His Spirit, not a brute strength, but a glorious inner strength, that Christ will live in you as you open the door of your heart and invite Him in. And I ask him, with both feet firmly planted on love, that you'll be able to take in with all Christians the extravagant dimensions of Christ's love. Reach out and experience its breadth. Test its length. Plumb the depths. Rise to the heights. Live full lives. Full in the fullness of God.
God can do anything, you know. Far more than you could ever imagine in your wildest dreams. He does it. Not by pushing us around, but by working within us. His Spirit, deeply and gently within us. Glory to God in the church. Glory to God in the Messiah and Jesus. Glory down all the generations. Glory through all millennia. Glory to God in the highest. Gloria in excelsis Deo.
And that's exactly what the Bible teaches. From Genesis to the book of Revelation, Jesus is the center of it all. John chapter 1, verse 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Then later on in the chapter it says, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, because he wanted to be the center of our lives. Is Jesus the center of your life tonight, this afternoon? Do you know him as a friend? Do you know him as one who can take care of your burdens? Do you know him as the Savior who can take away your sins and give you peace? That's why the choir sang tonight, this afternoon. That's why we give these messages in music, because Jesus is the center. And those cards that we gave you this evening, this afternoon, <laughs> I'll get it straight one of these days. <laughs> these cards that we gave you, not only do we want you to give us your opinion about the music and so forth, but if God is not the center of your life, we invite you to let him be the center of your life. And just mark down there, don't make any display about that. I know we're going to sing just as I am. If you are without Christ being the center of your life, just mark down there, I would like this. And I'd like to have Pastor Ron, Pastor Ed, Pastor Ross, Pastor Jim to come and tell me about how Jesus can be the center of our lives. God bless you as we sing this song now. And let the Lord, and let the Holy Spirit speak to your hearts. Thank you. is the image of the invisible God, firstborn over all creation. For by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, 
visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things consist. Gloria, enech Chelsea's Deo. The chorus of praise that Isaiah foretold. For unto us a child is born. And the angels sang. For unto us this day a child is born. Was picked up by Mary. Gloria in Excelsis Deo. The shepherds and all of creation joined in the crescendo of praise. Gloria in Excelsis Deo.
Have a Merry Christmas. If you'd like to enjoy some light refreshments and say hello to the choir, the technical people, the drama people, meet us in the fellowship hall. Thank you.